Hey, what's up? It's Chris here. And after 15 years in business and 10 years of doing business online, I finally done a first. One thing that I've thought about on and off for years, but have never actually pulled the trigger until just recently. And I want to invite you to come and check it out. Yes, that's right. I've officially become a vlogger. If you'd like to follow along on my adventures with our weekly vlog, where I show you the behind the scenes of my life, my business, and what I'm doing to grow it and to affect as much positivity and change in the Youpreneur business world, all you have to do is head over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Chris Ducker. Go check it out, leave a comment, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Now, let's play that funky music. Hey, it's Chris here, and I've got a quick favor to ask you. If you've not reviewed Youpreneur FM on iTunes yet, can I point you in the right direction to do so? You see, reviews and ratings on iTunes are among the most important metrics for a podcast to rank well, something obviously that every podcaster is striving for, myself included. And as you can probably appreciate, it takes a lot of work to produce this show each week, and it would mean the world to me personally, if you were to just take the one minute needed to leave a quick review, which you can do so by simply visiting chrisducker.com forward slash iTunes. Thank you so much for doing so. And on with this week's episode. This is Youpreneur FM, the official podcast of the Youpreneur Mastermind Community. A place where no entrepreneur gets left behind in their pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. And now, and now, now. here's your host, serial entrepreneur and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker. Well, hello there and welcome to episode number 312 of Youpreneur FM. Thank you very much for joining me. As always, yes, I am your host with the most, Chris Ducker. And it is great to be back in your eardrums for another fantastic episode of our show. Now, a brilliant episode lined up today. My very good friend and and real regular, he's almost a co-host, actually, that he's been on this show so often he could practically be a co-host by now. Jay Bear is back in the house to talk all about how we can do things differently and get customers for free by creating what he calls talk triggers in our business and marketing plans. Oh my gosh, you're going to love this episode. However, before we get cracking, just a quick reminder that Youpreneur FM is brought to you by the Youpreneur Mastermind community, the premier online community for entrepreneurs wanting to build a profitable, sustainable business based around their experience and those that they want to serve. Community members get exclusive access to our acceleration training library, which includes everything you'll need to know to build, market, and monetize a successful business. And couple that together with our monthly mastermind calls, discounted tickets to our live events, and access to our enthusiastic, supportive member-only forums, and you've got everything you need to succeed. If you're serious about building the business of you, as I call it, and in the most rewarding profitable way possible, then you must join us. So be sure to head over to youpreneur.com today for more info. So on to my conversation with Jay, like I said, he's been on the show a whole bunch of times, five, six, seven 
eight times, I don't know, in the last, you know, few years. And, you know, the reason why I keep bringing Jay back is because he genuinely does drop those value bombs that I know you guys are tuning in for every single week. Not only is his new book, Talk Triggers, now out, but also, and more importantly, well, for us in the Youpreneur community anyway, Jay will be doing the closing keynote at this year's Youpreneur Summit in just a few weeks from now. Now, the event ultimately is sold out, but we do expect the odd cancellation here and there, as with most live events. So if you haven't got a ticket and you want to attend, make sure you hop over to youpreneursummit.com and get on that wait list, and we will let you know as and when any tickets become available. So between now and then, you're in for a treat because Jay Bear is about to show you how to do things differently and get those customers for free. Let's roll it. So, Mr. Bear, welcome back to the show one more time. Chris, I am delighted to be here. I'm sure you are sick of me by now, but you're going to be sick of me face-to-face pretty soon because I'll be at Youpreneur Summit. I, yeah, you will be in November for you guys tuning in if you haven't got your ticket already. We are sold out officially, but get on the wait list. There is cancellations every now and then. Um, I, I want to clarify, for the record, I will never, ever be sick of you, my friend. Ever. Oh, that's very kind of you to say. Please uh, email that to my wife. <laughs> we'll let her know. Oh, dear. Okay, well, look, you, you are going to be with us in London. I wanted to sort of just yes, touch base on that to begin with a little bit and talk about what you're going to be talking about, which will just kind of just move us very nicely into yeah. a general discussion about your new book, Talk Triggers, uh, which you've co-authored with another very, very smart uh, gentleman, Mr. Daniel. Um, and uh, I, I, I mean, just overall, before I tell you what, before we get into the summit stuff and what we can expect from you there, give us the, the breakdown of what, what Talk Triggers is all about. And the subtitle for you guys tuning in, The Complete Guide to Creating Customers with Word of Mouth. The follow-up to hug your haters. I think these Indeed. two are like the perfect match made in heaven right here, these Thank two you. books. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, look, here's the thing, Chris. It doesn't matter whether you are an entrepreneur or a small business or a medium-sized business or a large business or a global enterprise business. The best way to grow any business is for your customers to grow it for you. And that's what word of mouth does. When your customers become volunteer marketers, you don't have to spend money on (laughs) advertising. You don't have to spend money on marketing. Your customers do it for you. That's what word of mouth is. Now, approximately, depends on your business, but approximately 50%, one out of every $2 or British pounds in your pocket is driven by word of mouth. In B2B, in business-to-business companies, it's 90%. Nobody buys nothing in B2B without checking reviews first or asking somebody who's already a customer. Like we, we know this to be true. Everybody listening knows how important word of mouth is. No one's gonna argue that point. No one's gonna say, oh, my customer's talking about us. That doesn't matter. Everybody knows it matters. Mm. But Chris, here's the part that is crazy and the reason why I wrote this book. Nobody listening right now, including you, has an actual word of mouth strategy. Now, you have a marketing strategy, you probably have a digital marketing strategy, you probably have a social media strategy, you might have a public relations strategy, you probably have an HR and recruiting strategy, you may even have a virtual assistant strategy, but the one thing you do not have is a word of mouth strategy. And given the fact that it's responsible for one out of every $2 in your pocket, that is crazy. 
So that's what we're going to fix with talk triggers, both on stage at Youpreneur Summit and in the pages of the new book. Love it. Excellent. So, I mean, what brought about this? I mean, obviously, Hug Your Haters, another incredibly successful book, which was, you know, it came after, uh, I believe, your, your New York Times bestseller, Utility, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you're, pro- you're a prolific content creator yourself. You're a prolific book writer and marketer yourself. Why this book and why now? I know you well enough now to know that something must have prompted this, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it Actually, they all get prompted the same way, Chris, which is, you, you know, as you know, we have a, a, a thriving consulting firm at Convince and Convert where we work with brands all over all of the world on, on marketing and customer experience, customer service issues. And, and when I get the same question over and over and over from my clients, it makes me realize that other people have that question. Hmm. And if really smart big companies that we work with have that question, then certainly a lot of smaller businesses are going to have that question too. And so I start to say, well, why why is this question not answered already? And then you start to pull that thread a little bit, and then it turns into a presentation and then a book, et cetera. And so in this case, what happened was – People kept asking, well, Jay, how much money should we spending should we be spending on, on advertising now? How much money should we be spending on influencer relations? How much money should we be spending on social ads? Uh, it was all these sort of P and L line item questions about how do we buy attention? Hmm. How, how, how much money should we spend to buy attention? And 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 the question really should be, how do we spend zero? Right. No, exactly. How do we do? How do we do? How do we do something so interesting that our customers will tell our story on our behalf? Meaning that our advertising budget can be nothing or next to nothing. Hmm. And that's what was the genesis for the book. Yeah. Look, I mean, and, and you mentioned, you know, as we started chatting here now, you, you mentioned that particularly in the B two B world, it, it, this is what it's all about, right? But I mean, even with a B2C world, if I want to buy something now, I pop on Amazon, nine times out of 10, unless it's, you know, maybe something as simple as a book, and I've heard somebody, oh, it's a great book, you should pick it up. I mean, that in itself is word of mouth. But I mean, in terms of the online side of things, I mean, even before just, I, you know, I just picked up a, a gimbal for, for my phone, mm-hmm. to, you know, when we're shooting yeah. for, for, for the vlog and things like that. And... I didn't just sort of look look at a couple of reviews or, or, or uh, you know, a couple of uh, videos on YouTube which were re- reviewing the product. I went through and I looked at this product and I read these customer reviews. It's right. I don't know these people. They're not my friends. I don't know, love, and trust them. But I at least am open and willing, willing enough to be able to listen to what they've got to say when it comes to me potentially spending money on something. Yeah, it's interesting. It doesn't really matter whether you know the person. Right. Because we trust people categorically much more so than we trust organizations or companies today. So we trust any person. And this more is what than it, we trust any yeah. business. And this is what I'm always talking now, about. Now, if on, we do know the person though. If we do know the person, right? If if I tell you something or you tell me something, I'm like, "Oh, well, Chris told me that. Right. So that now gets extra credit in in my mind. Look, people have the power now. Yes. People have the power like never before. But what we don't have is is a way to make that intentional. So everybody cares about word of mouth, but nobody does word of mouth on purpose. That's the challenge. So why do you think so many companies and even so many solopreneurs, particularly in the, you know, the information product world online and things like that? I mean, why do you think we're not focusing on this more? Why do you think we're still just throwing 
hundreds of yeah. thousands I, of dollars I, I ads every okay i'm sure you do yeah, you wrote the, the book yeah <laughs> I mean, well, there, there's 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 two reasons for that the first reason is that we believe and not just in the information products world and in, in all businesses including very very big companies we believe still that competency creates conversation that if you are good at whatever business you're in that that will cause your customers to tell their friends about you. But that doesn't really happen very often Mm -hmm. because you're probably not that much better than your competition. Everybody is good now. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in business in most cases. So being good doesn't necessarily create chatter. It just creates satisfaction. So what we have to do in, instead is do something memorable. Like I don't know everybody listening. I, I know I know some of you. But I know this for a fact, Chris. Nobody listening to this fantastic show has ever said these words. Nobody has ever said, hey, let me tell you about this perfectly adequate experience I just had. <laughs> right? Nobody we, – we don't – that's not how we behave, right? Because word of mouth – and, and referrals and recommendations are all about storytelling. Storytelling is a big part of business now. And your customers don't want to tell a boring story to their friends. So they have to say something memorable, different, interesting about your product, your service. So competency is not the answer. You have to do something different and talkable, which is the whole idea of the Talk Triggers book. And the second story here, Chris, is that when you're buying ads on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or banner ads or paid search or whatever you're doing, right, direct mail, it doesn't matter, skywriting, we, we tend to gravitate there because it's controllable, right? It's here's my report. I, I spent this kind of money and I did an ad test and here's my click-through rate and here's my conversion rate and here's my return on ad spend. Word of mouth is very measurable. In fact, we're, we have a whole section on how to measure word of mouth in the book, but it's not quite as easy as pressing a button and a report spits out of your computer. So the, the fact that it's a little more amorphous, I think, sometimes scares uh, business owners away, and, and it shouldn't. Okay, so I love it. Okay, I'm loving all this. As always, I'm loving it all. So how, how can we get to the point then of putting – a strategy in place to generate these sort of customer conversations that we need so much in today's world. Is there a step-by-step process that you can maybe break down a little bit? Okay. There is. So what, what we need is a talk trigger, the same name of the book, the name of my presentation at Youpreneur Summit. And a talk trigger is this. A talk trigger is a strategic, purposeful, operational differentiator that compels word of mouth. It's not a campaign. It's not a slogan. Mm. It's not a contest. It's not a coupon. It is something that you do differently every day in your business. And that different thing that you do causes your customers to tell other people about you. Every single business of every single type, size, and description can, and in my estimation, should have a talk trigger. Chris, there's a reason why when I am speaking at events like Youpreneur Summit all around the world, I always have the crazy plaid suit. That is my talk trigger. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures and social media posts about the suits. That is not an accident. I'm not just an innate lover of plaid. (laughs) That is 
my talk trigger. Right. I'll give you a different example. There's a restaurant. It's one of my favorite examples from the book, and I'll, I'll mention this on stage too. There's a restaurant in Sacramento, California. It's called Skip's Kitchen. Skip's an entrepreneur. He started this restaurant with his wife 10 years ago. He used to work for a, a big restaurant chain. He was a, a regional manager. He said, I'm going to do this myself. I want to follow my entrepreneurial journey. So he starts a restaurant. It's counter service. You walk to the front and you say, I would like two hamburgers and an order of French fries and a chocolate shake. They give you a number and bring your food out to you. Except Skip's Kitchen has a talk trigger, Chris. You place your order. From underneath the counter, they pull out a deck of cards. And they fan the cards out in front of you face down. And they say, Chris, pick a card. And you select a card. And if you get a joker, your entire meal is free. Love now, it. Skip's Kitchen has been around for a decade. They have spent in that time a grand sum total of zero dollars and zero cents on marketing and promotion. There's a line to get into Skips almost every day, and they were just named the 29th best hamburger restaurant in the United States by USA Today newspaper, despite having never promoted themselves at all. They do this because on average, three people a day win the Joker, and when they win, they go crazy, right? They're taking like hamburger selfies and they're going on Yelp and TripAdvisor. They're calling their mom. Uh, you know, a high school marching band comes out from the back. Like it's a whole thing, right? They bang a gong. And, and they, of course, tell all their friends. Anybody who's eating there when somebody wins tells all their friends. So much so right. that there's a, giant, there's a giant neon sign outside the restaurant called, and it says, Skip's Kitchen. But in Sacramento, everybody calls it that Joker restaurant. <laughs> I love it's it. an operational choice that they made. It's not a contest, right? They chose to do something different every single day for every single customer in the operations of their business. And that choice drives their customer acquisition strategy. That's it. That's a talk trigger. Now, there's lots of different ways to figure that out and figure out what's the right talk trigger for you, which is why we wrote the book. But that's at the heart what we're talking about here. Doing something different that creates a story that your customers can easily tell each other. This is like, it's so simple, but we're missing a beat. I mean, we're missing it, aren't we? A Nobody lot of does us. it. Yeah. That's it. Yes. And, I, mean, I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, that was that was sheer silence right there on the line for about three seconds, which in the audio world feels like ten minutes. That I mean, it, I got I to I I let it bloody well sink right bloody in because you know I've been in business as a, as an entrepreneur myself for fifteen years, and you're right. I'll put my hand up. I don't think I've got a talk trigger. I don't think I do. Which I mean. Doesn't. Which doesn't mean you can't be successful. Let me let me make sure I, I no, break no, this no. down. No, no, no. I get it. Totally. You can yeah. be very successful without a talk trigger, but you can be more successful, way easier, and with way less capital outlay with a talk trigger. I got to figure it out. I got to figure it. So, okay, let's t let's turn it. Let's let's turn the tables on me a little bit here. Then, I mean, you know me. You yes. know my business. You know what I do. You know how I do it. You know my personality. We've eaten together. We've hung out together. We've sang karaoke together we've done a lot of fun stuff together <laughs> we have so what 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 ideas do you have for me what do you think would work well in in the world of chris ducker for developing a talk trigger i don't know and that's the wrong way to go about it okay. so what you what you want to do 
when developing a talk trigger is first and foremost, understand that it's hard to read the label of the jar that you're in. It is difficult and in fact, inadvisable in my estimation to, to brainstorm a talk trigger Mm. because if it was that easy, you'd already have it. Right. So the better approach and the approach that we use at Convince to Convert is you may or not know this because we're doing a lot of word of mouth consulting now for brands uh, and, and helping them come up with their talk trigger and put it into the field. So what we recommend is first, you map out your entire customer journey. Now, yours is a little different because you have multiple businesses, but, but what you'd want to do is map out all the inflection points, all the touch points that you have with customers. So pre-sale, during the sale, mm-hmm. post-sale, et cetera. And you actually literally create a customer journey map and say, all right, these are the 11 touches potentially between Chris and the customer. You make that map. Then you want to do some interviews with customers. And ideally, it's three groups of customers, a handful of each. It's new customers. It's longtime customers. Mm -hmm. And then it's lost customers. Ideally, some customers who are with you and and then left or some that maybe were in the sales funnel and didn't close. And for each of those groups of customers, you want to ask them some questions about those touch points that we talked about a moment ago, that customer journey, and say, at this point, when I sent you a proposal, what did you expect was going to happen? Well, I expected you would send me a, a PDF document, and I would open it, and it would have a price there, and then you would email me, and we'd schedule a follow-up call. Right? You, you, you log their expectations. Because once you have that, Chris, once you know all the places that you touch customers and what they expect in each of those places, then you have a recipe for how to do what they don't expect. See, you may know the Cheesecake Factory restaurant. Cheesecake Factory restaurant, a, a chain based in California, a couple hundred locations, uh, lots of big portion sizes, delicious food. But again, competency isn't uh, a conversation starter. Lots of restaurants have delicious food. Yep. The Cheesecake Factory restaurant has a talk trigger, and it's the size of their menu. The Cheesecake Factory menu is 6,000 words long. They make chicken 85 different ways, 85 different types of chicken dishes <laughs> on their menu, which is absurd, right? right like if right. I said, write, write down how many ways you can make chicken, you're going to run out of paper at 20, but like, I don't know, 20? There's tweets all over the internet, things like, I'm reading the Cheesecake Factory menu at my book club, which is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> so now you, might think, now you might think, all right, that's great. The menu's big. That doesn't really propel their business. Well, Chris, as you know, when I write books, I don't write books that, that, that go, Jay says you should do this. I spend a tremendous amount of money on proprietary first-party research to back up my recommendations. I interviewed with my co-author, Daniel Lemon, 1,000 Cheesecake Factory customers. 38% of them have, in the last 60 days, mentioned the size of the menu to a friend without being asked. Hmm. 38% of all of their customers. That is a powerful talk trigger. What do customers expect when they go to a restaurant? Well, they expect a menu of about this size with about these many options. What they don't expect is 85 kinds of chicken. Right. They need right. an operational choice to do that, right? That is their talk trigger. So that's what we've got to do first. We've got to, we've got to map the customer journey, talk to customers, and then you start to think about, okay, what could we actually do? And, and that's where we get into the sort of five types of talk triggers, the way we categorize it in the book. There's five different styles of this, and you start to say, which of these five feels most comfortable? Which of these five feels like a suit that you could wear every day in your business? So uh, let me ask you this, and with the work that you've done so far with your corporate clients 
on this mm-hmm. particular thing um, yeah. over the last, whatever, six to eight, 12 months, whatever it is. How, yes. I mean, obviously they're convinced that they need to get some talk triggers in place for themselves. That's a given. Otherwise, it wouldn't be working with you and the rest of the fantastic team that you have at Convince and Convert. But I mean, have they, I, I'm curious to know how open they have been to the ideas, the concepts, uh, and yeah, obviously at their end, the, the, yeah. you know, the action yeah. that's needed at their end, right? Right. And, and, and you said the key word, which is action, right? I mean, I, I want to reemphasize that a talk trigger is an operational choice. It's not a marketing campaign, which means that everybody in the business has to be behind it, right? Hmm. Ops, sales, customer service, HR, finance, like everybody's got to pull on the same rope here for a talk trigger to work. I mean, think about Cheesecake Factory, right? What does it take to have a supply chain, training, dishes, cookware, advert, you know, menu design, right? For, for, for menu that size, right? It's like got, it's got manifest implications, but I tell you, I've been so delighted about how receptive our corporate clients have been to actually doing this, to say, look, we, we know this will work and we're going to do whatever it takes behind the scenes to put it into practice. I'll give you an example. One of our clients that we've worked on talk triggers with is a, is a company out of uh, uh, suburban Toronto, Canada called Superior Glove. And Superior makes work gloves for almost every task, right? If you're on an oil derrick, they've got gloves for that. If you're a miner, they got gloves for that. If you're running a chainsaw, they got gloves. They got gloves. They have like 400 different kinds of gloves. It's crazy. Their competitors are uh, less expensive, lower quality glove manufacturers from Asia. Right. So what they want to do is emphasize to their customers that Superior Glove is North American made and also is higher quality. So they don't have a tremendous amount of budget to 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 you know, drive that point home via advertising. And also, you know, if you're if you're on an oil derrick, you're not reading a lot of print ads anyway. So they're like, how do we do this? So they hired us to help them with a talk trigger. So we did the same process we were just talking about. We interviewed customers and we mapped the journey and we did some brainstorming and pulled some analytics and did all these things. I'm fast forwarding a little bit, but what we ended up with, Chris, is this. Now, on the back of all pairs of superior gloves, there's a little maple leaf patch, right? And if you scratch that and then you smell it, it smells like maple syrup. Scratch and sniff, scratch and sniff work gloves. Now, you can imagine the talk trigger when you're out there working on the construction zone and you're like, hey, Lenny, how come you keep smelling your hands, man? Hey, this one, um, it smells like maple syrup is from Superior Glove. It's so good. It's so good. That right? is so good. How, how long? Uh, I mean, this is so they were doing this before they work with you or after? No, the gloves after. So it took us it took us sixty days um, to to go through the whole process, and and we ended up we had I think twelve ideas, and we whittled them down, whittled them down, whittled them down. We talk about how to do that in the book about how to whittle the ideas down. So right, right, we started right. with about a dozen, whittled it down to this one, and then it took them about thirty days to 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 figure. They actually have a really impressive research and development lab. Thankfully, it took them about thirty days to figure out how to do it. Um, and then over time they keep, as they rerun gloves, they, they add it to each of the different products, right? So they're still in the process of rolling it up. It's on a bunch of gloves already. So it's an ongoing uh, initiative to get it to the full line. Uh, but yeah, I mean, within 90 days, uh, people were smelling their hands. <laughs> I love this. It's so good. 
I mean, it's, it's so funny. I tell you, I've been doing that. I've been, I've been doing this forever. This is the most fun I've ever had because it is just a, it is just a treat and a joy uh, to work on these kind of programs, not only as a consultant, but even on stage, you know, talking about Mm, these mm. uh, ideas in front of folks like, like the attendees of Upreneur Summit and all over the world. It's just a blast. I'm having a ball. Yeah. I mean, you've been, let's, let's talk about your background just for a couple of minutes here real quick. I mean, you have worked with some of the biggest corporations, not just in America, but also in the world. I mean, you've, you've, yeah, you've, you've seen and done pretty much everything in this whole social slash marketing slash sales world right for these people i mean isn't it i mean do you feel kind of like it's a little strange that you're now going in this direction with with probably the oldest form of marketing known to man word of mouth yet here you are after all these years with your career now really kind of getting to grips with it and helping other people understand it like it's quite strange, isn't it? Like, or maybe it's not. It, it, I mean, that's the way I look at it. It's kind of weird. It, I look at it a couple of ways. Um, it is ironic, certainly, that somebody yes. who's been in digital marketing now since 1993 uh, is is now working on something that is that is mostly non-digital. Uh, but yes. I also feel like that's on trend, right? Because if everybody is zigging, everybody's like, how do we spend more money on digital? How do we spend more money on digital ads? How do we send better email? Which of course we still do that work as well. But when the entire world rushes into one opportunity and you're like, oh, well, why don't we just do this other thing that everybody has left behind? It's one of the reasons why direct mail is really popular right now. Mm-hmm. Because if everybody's doing email and you do good direct mail, you stand out as a result. So from that perspective, everybody zigs, I want to zag, I like it. But I also realized the other day, Chris, that there is a thesis, which I didn't even see until after the fact, uh, to all three of, of my most recent books, Utility, Hug Your Haters, and now Talk Triggers with uh, Daniel Lemon. And it really, all three of those books are about how do you acquire customers with less effort, right? Utility is about how do you acquire customers by being useful. Hug Your Haters is how do you acquire customers by treating your current customers better, and talk triggers is how do you acquire customers by getting your customers to do your marketing for you? They're all actually the same idea. It's just different ways to accomplish it. And I didn't understand that until uh, afterwards, which is kind of an interesting revelation to me personally. And, and probably quite not just interesting, but a little rewarding, I guess, for want of a better term as well. I mean, yeah, just, yeah right. kind of. It's like, oh, wait, I, got, I have a purpose. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. That's cool. That's, yeah, this, that's, like, that's nice, to, nice to discover. I'm, I'm, I've, I have found my destiny. This is good. I mean, yeah. but, I mean but you've, yeah. you've written a whole bunch of books now, and I know you've co-authored I some. I know you've got a, a few others in the yeah. utility yeah. series and things like yeah. that. I mean, what from one author to another? I, you know, I'm just a measly two-book author here, right? You know, For now. For now, I mean, believe it or not, there's already a good 10 pages of notes for book number three, even though I said I would never. You know, it's just like you write the first How book. How to and be you like, a sexy British beast. Is that the title? Because I hope it is. I don't need to write a book for that. You just need to look at me, Jay, and figure that one yeah, out. Yeah, that's more of a video series. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But I mean, like, what keeps you wanting to carry on writing books? I mean, you are one of the most sought after, highly you know, respected keynote speakers in this industry. It's not like you need to carry on writing books to carry on getting speaking gigs. Uh, I mean, there must be something else inside of you that continues to get you to sit at the keyboard on a pretty regular basis. What is it? I get bored. Hmm. I get bored. 
and, and you know, I don't want to give the same talk for the rest of my life. Sure. Yeah. And, and that's what a lot of keynote speakers do, right? They're like, okay, I talk about X sales training and I'm going to give a, a version of my sales training presentation for the next 30 years, right? It's like, it's like, you know, it's like an old rock band playing a, a casino, right? Um, you know, when they're in their sixties, like, I don't want to do that. Number one, I get bored. And number two, I am at heart a teacher, right? I was going to be a university professor before I started convincing convert. That didn't work out and, and that's fine. But what I really am as a teacher, I just happen to teach on stage and on page. And so to me, if I have something that I've thought through that I know works because I've done the research and I've implemented it with clients, I feel like I have to go teach it. Like I have to make sure that other people understand it. And, and I genuinely want people's businesses to grow. The way I look at it, Chris, is if everybody who, or at least many people who hear me, see me, read me, if their business gets better, my business will get better eventually. Mm. But it's got to be about their business first. And I think, frankly, that's one of the problems with some speakers, right? They come at it from what what can this audience do for me? And and I look at it the exact opposite, which is, you know, what can I do for this audience? You know, my friend Rory Vaden. Yes. Rory has a, an unbelievable uh, quote that that he told me. Uh, we're in a mastermind together. And, and he, he said this to me several years ago, and it stuck with me. It's one of my favorite sayings. It says, a speech is just an advertisement for what's possible. Mm. And that's the way I look at it. Like, yeah, it, if you have a, if you have a good time during my forty five minutes or eighteen hours, however long I'm speaking at Youpreneur Summit, um, <laughs> that's that's great. I hope you do. In fact, I guarantee you will. But it doesn't matter. None of that matters. What matters is six months later, one hundred and eighty days after I step off that stage, is your business better? And if so, that's a success for me. Mm, I hear you loud and clear. And it's one of the reasons why. You know, you continue to not only inspire a ton of people who read the blog and obviously listen to the Social Pros show, but, but I mean, one of the reasons why I continue to have you back on Youpreneur FM. I mean, you're one of my you know bestest buddies in the industry. We've got to know each other really well over the years, but I can clearly categor categorically say that every single time I hang out with Jay Bear, for you guys tuning in, and you'll experience this. If you're in London this coming November, every single time I'm with this man, he drops a value bomb on me from such a great height. It takes me a month and a half just to recover from it. So it's a, it's just an honor to call you a friend, but even more so, my Thanks, man, buddy. to have you on this stage closing out my big event. Um, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be great. I can't wait. It's going to be funny. Tons of stories, lots of examples uh, of putting talk triggers into practice. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Now, I've got one question for you, though, from Sir. Mrs. Ducker, and she's very uh -oh. – she, she loves the dress sense of Jay Bear. She has one clear question, and that is, is he going to wear a Union Jack suit? At the well, I you thought know. about that. I thought about that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you um, did. <laughs> But I kind of felt like that's more your talk trigger rather than my talk trigger. Yes. I also felt like if I wore a Union Jack suit, while I could absolutely have my suit guy, who's actually profiled in the book Talk Triggers, as a matter of fact, I could have my suit guy create a Union Jack suit, no problem. 
the ROI on that for me is limited <laughs> because I've got, <laughs> I got one Upreneur Summit gig right. and then I don't have anything else in the UK on the calendar. And I'm right. like, well, yeah. And I'm also <laughs> a, a man who likes to vary his weight a little bit. So I'm okay. like, I don't know about that. That that feels like uh, probably a probably a no go for me. Yeah, I mean, I hear you loud and clear. Trust me, I hear you loud and clear. And I didn't think you would, but hey, you've got to ask the question when the missus asks. We could absolutely to, you know? we could absolutely send out swatches to uh, the attendees and let them pick which suit I'll wear. I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> We could do that as well. Now, I want to actually very quickly, before we hang up, I want to talk real quick about your suit guy. I remember a little while ago, I think it was you, me, and Vinny Vincenzo. Yes, were, I introduced Vinny. Yes, you did. Yeah. And and he – so he did, did – did your your guy, your suit guy, did he did he tailor Vinny's wedding suit? Am I right or wrong on that? Yeah. He That's did. Correct. Okay, yeah. right. His name, is, his name is Caleb Ryan. His business is Elevated Citizen, and he lives right here in Bloomington, Indiana, small town Indiana, where I, where I uh, currently reside. Okay. He used to manage a menswear store here and decided to go out on his own and figured out the business and now is a bespoke tailor and he travels all over uh, America and, and outfits – uh, stylish gentleman. He does a lot of work with athletes, a lot of work with um, celebrities and, and musicians, and then occasionally he slums it and works with me and uh, yeah. and, and people like Vincenzo. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Now I remember I I remember one time I said, look, he I love his style, like I love it. Can you can you introduce me to your tailor? And I don't know whether you remember this or not. You probably do, but you said something along the lines of, I don't know if he'll work with you. <laughs> And I was like, "Yeah, well, like, it's true. I got money to spend. Like, what's the deal here? That, he doesn't is, care. Is this he one of care. his talk triggers? Is this one of his talk um, triggers? That's not the one we document in the book, but I would say it certainly is, right? He's the tailor that he's like, look, um, I will only – he will only work with people on referral, right? Like, yes. so word of mouth is his whole business. Like, oh, you yeah. can't – you can't say, I want a suit and here's money. He's like, nah, I won't do that, right? And so he, he only takes certain people under certain circumstances in certain locations. Um, and, and so it, it – but his talk trigger that I document in the book is when you get a suit from Caleb, he, he without telling you, writes hidden messages in the suit. So underneath the collar, uh, on the inside lapel, on the fly of the pants – he it. writes little secret messages, and you don't know what they are till you get the suit. So anybody who who wants to uh, possibly uh, you know engage in a really risky behavior can ask me at Upreneur Summit to see the the writing on the fly of my pants, and we'll 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 see what we can do there, uh, you know, with supervision, of course. Yes, indeed. but it's great. It's always some hilarious. Uh, like I've got one that says the bear lair. Uh, on on my on my pants, which is pretty which is pretty hilarious. So uh, that's his thing. He just does like these crazy little customization touches that you don't know what they're going to be. And of course, you tell your friends about it, right? Of and, course, uh, and that propels his business. Yep. I love it. I mean, do you, how many suits have you done with him now? Uh, one, two, three, uh, eight, I think. Okay, and I mean, is it literally the first thing you do every time you get one? Do you start looking under and and one hundred percent? Yeah, every single time, one hundred percent. Yeah, and he's all. And what's funny is he's always there because he brings you the suit to your house uh, <laughs> for a fitting, and then he's always there, and it's always like, okay. Uh, he's hoping that I like it and I'm hoping that I like it because he's standing right there. So if you don't like it, then, you know, it's uh, a little awkward, but he, he's amazing. He knocks it out of the park every time. Yeah. Rock and roll. I love it, man. Talk triggers. This is what it's all about. For you guys tuning in, make sure you grab a hold of 
the book came out just yeah. a few days ago. It's literally live now on Amazon, all good bookstores, every airport on the planet, all that sort of fun stuff. I've it heard. Al- it also has alpacas on the cover. This is it how does. you know it's the book. It's, <laughs> the book is hot pink. The book is hot pink and the book has alpacas on the cover. So it's not hard to find. And also, can I tell you about the talk trigger of the book, Chris? Yes, go ahead. So we thought it would be weird to 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 write a book uh, called Talk Triggers and then not have a, a talk trigger. That felt <laughs> felt a little bit ironic. Yes. So the talk trigger for the book is this. On the back cover of the book uh, is a big guarantee and some words from from Daniel and I. And it says this. It says, if you do not love this book unconditionally, send an email to the authors, Jay and Daniel at TalkTriggers.com. And they will buy you any other book of your choosing, regardless of cost. And that is true, Chris. If you don't like Talk Triggers, you just email us. We will buy you any other book in the world, regardless of what it is. Love it. This is great. Right? Because I figure if we're going to, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's walk the walk. Also, we talked about the six-step process, Chris. Yep. of how to build a talk trigger. And we are, I was telling you about superior glove. I want to make sure that your listeners know that process. So I would be delighted if they buy the book, please do. But I mean, even if you don't, I, as I said, I want you to build your business. So if you go to talktriggers.com slash youpreneur, talktriggers.com slash youpreneur, you can get that six step process as a little guide for free. That is my gift to you and your readers. Uh, go there whenever you like. I love it. Thank you, brother. We'll make sure that we, uh, Put a link to that and everything else over on the show notes, upreneur.com forward slash 312. That's upreneur.com forward slash 312. Thank you very much, Jay, for coming on the show for that fantastic giveaway and also for in advance for gracing our green shores in the UK uh, next month at the Upreneur Summit. It's going to be fantastic wait. to have you. It really is going to be great. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's going to be a blast. Okay, my man. And for you guys tuning in, thank you so much for being with us this week. As always, you know, I often say you could be tuning into any podcast right now, but you chose mine. And that makes me very, very thankful for that very little, small, but powerful, important fact. I'll be at you again next week. Until then, take good care. Bye-bye for now. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love for you to check out the Youpreneur Mastermind Community. It's the go-to resource for everyone wanting to build a profitable, future-proof business based around their experience and those that they want to serve. So whether you're just starting out or if you've been working hard on your personal brand and building your online platform for a while, the Youpreneur Mastermind Community can help you take everything you've been doing to the next level. With lots of training, live mastermind calls, and thriving community forums where you can get the feedback, advice, and more energy and encouragement than you'll know what to do with, the Youpreneur Mastermind community is the perfect place for anyone wanting to learn how to build, market, and monetize their personal brand. For more info and to get started on your new Youpreneur journey, head over to youpreneur.com today. I'll see you on the inside.